every big thing starts small. It's a natural law. Every big multinational corporation was once a small business. Welcome to the Small Starter Business Podcast, a unique podcast for practical tips and advice to help you start, grow, or turn around your business. Hello and welcome to another interesting episode of the Small Starter Business Podcast. I am your host, as usual, John Paul Iwoha. In this episode, I'm going into part two of the um, the planning series. And essentially, the, 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 the title, the topic of this episode is how smart entrepreneurs plan for the new year. And in the very last episode, I talked about very important things, very foundational things, one of which was personal responsibility. I said that if you do not understand this principle and if you're not applying this principle, there's no point planning because only a person in control can plan. You only plan when you think there's something you can do about the situation. But if you are a victim of the situation or you see yourself as a victim of the situation who is at the mercy of external forces that you don't have any control over, then you cannot really plan because you can't plan for things you have no control over. So I made that important point in the very first episode, and I hope it's really sunk in. And um, another thing I mentioned in the last episode is the thing about the two questions. Whenever you're heading into new territory, like a new year, two very important questions to ask. What can you avoid and what can you exploit? Essentially, what should you stop doing and what should you start doing more of? That's what it means. What have you been doing that's been costing you, you know, causing you to waste and lose stuff? And what are the new things you can do to improve your situation and grow? So I hope the the very last episode, um, you know, you took away some really valuable nuggets from it. In this episode, I'm going to go further into the planning um, situation. So now that we have the very first part covered, in this part two, there are two important parts. There are two important parts I need to focus on that a good plan should have. Now. When you're setting your plan, there are two questions you need to ask yourself. What do you want to achieve and how will you achieve it? So what do I want to achieve? That's essentially what you're because you need to have something in your sights. You need to see something in your head you want to bring to life. Remember what I said in the last episode, you are human. You are not a tree. You are not furniture and you are not an animal. Yes, so biologically, yes, we're animals, but you get the point, right? So you can, humans can think, we can imagine things and bring them to life. We can reinvent ourselves. We can change. That is one core attribute that we have. So what do you want to achieve? Very important question. And the thing you want to achieve is your objective. So what is that thing you want to have at some time next year, at some time, which is the future? So when you really think about it, every single thing you see in the world today started in somebody's mind. Whether it's a car, solar panels, the mobile phone, laptops, the internet, electricity, every single thing you see was seen in somebody's mind. Somebody had it in their mind first before it came to life. And that's exactly what goal setting is. You have to see the goal in your head first. You have to see it in your mind's eye before you can bring it to life. So that objective needs to be needs to have some important qualities. Your, your objectives need to be smart. And of course, um, I'm sure you may be conversant with the whole SMART um, acronym, which means that your goal, your objective needs to be specific. You can't just 
You can't just be generic about what you want to achieve. So if you're looking at growing sales in your business, by how much do you want to grow your sales? If you want to grow your customer numbers, by how much? If you're looking for financial performance, by how much should you grow your profits by? You need to be specific about it. Specific about the area of your business and specific about what you want to achieve. So yes, you can overperform or underperform that target. But you need to set the target because... Without the target, we don't know if you performed well or you didn't, you know, and an important part, an important thing about planning is that you should be able to measure it. So if you are choosing to achieve, if there's something you want to achieve at some time in the future next year, how do we know you actually achieved it? You can't just say, I want to make more money, more, more money. How? But in terms of amount or percentage or what exactly is it? So it needs to be measurable because if it's not measurable, how do we know? How do you know you achieved that target? The, the other thing is that it needs to be achievable. So given the prevailing circumstances, you have to be more or less realistic with the goal. So, for example, the way you set a goal during times of economic recovery where, you know, um, the market is already maybe in a recession or the market is depressed, you see that the market has already changed their habits. People are not spending as much as they would. People are focusing more on their needs and they are more or less um, muting their wants and things like that. So whatever goals you set has to be realistic within the context of the market because you cannot grow more than the market or outperform the market. Start just being realistic. So yes, there's a part of you that wants to dream, but you also need to root your dreams in reality very important and of course your goals have to be relevant they need to be relevant to the kind of business you want to build the kind of business you're already building and things like that so to, if the goal is not relevant what it means is that you would have achieved something that doesn't really mean anything to the business overall and of course it needs to be time bound you can't your your goals cannot be set in infinity you know it needs to have if you're going to set it and say okay by this time next year or by 31st of december next year i want to have achieved this in sales i want to have achieved this amount of improvement in profit i want to have um, um grown my staff strength by this amount so you need to be time bound by it if not it's going to run forever and you keep you keep you keep shifting the goalposts, which doesn't really help you so that's it about the objective what do you want to achieve it's important to set an objective. That's the first place to start. The second, the second important question is how will you achieve it? Now, so we're getting into the rudiments of the planning itself. So you've set an objective. Most people just stop at the objective, but we need to think about how you are going to achieve it. And when you really think about it, it's important to think about the how, especially if you've accepted personal responsibility, because you're the one who is going to bring this objective to life. It's not, the environment, it's not your environment that will automatically change and then bring it to life. No, you have to bring it to life. So that's why it's very, very important that you look at the how. And when it comes to the how, there are three important aspects you need to look at. The first is your resources. What do you need to have to achieve that thing that you want? What do you need to have to achieve that thing that you want? The second is relationships. Who do you need to know to achieve that thing that you want? Who do you need to know? And the third is actions, the real action that makes things happen. What do you need to do to make that objective happen? So let's look at the resources first. What do you need to have? So when you set a goal, clearly something you've not done before, it's a place your business has not been before. Clearly there's something you, there, it's likely there are things you need 
to make that happen. So what do you need to have? So I mentioned in the last episode, there are four common types of resources. There are physical resources. It could be land, it could be uh, building space, it could be office space, factory space, equipment, vehicles, you know, so essentially physical stuff. So if you are in agribusiness, for example, and you say you want to grow the size of your sales, right? You want to grow sales. What it means is that for you to grow sales, you need to, you, you need to actually grow the number of crops you actually sell. You need to increase the volume of products you actually sell. And to grow more crops, you need more land. You see how the logic cascades. You need to sell more, so you need to produce more. And to produce more, you need more land. So clearly, you need land, right? Another type of um, resource could be financial resources. You want to expand your business. You want to hire more people. You want to grow your market footprint in the market by advertising more and marketing more. You need cash, right? You need money. Another is intellectual resource. You want to, you want to create a um, competitive advantage for yourself. You want to improve your business or grow your business. Clearly, there are, there's knowledge that you don't have and there are skills you don't have. You, are, you want to grow your business from one or two people right now to a team of people. Clearly, there's a difference between the skill of running your business as a one-man or one-woman business and supervising a team of people who run the business. So clearly, to make that move, you need leadership skills. You need to be able to cultivate your leadership skills, your ability to lead other people and resist the temptation to always do things by yourself. So that's a new skill. It's a new intellectual resource that you need to have to make that progress. So if you just make the objective of saying, I want to have a bigger team, but you do not have the resource, in this case, the intellectual resource, which is the skill and the knowledge of making it happen, then it's just a pipe dream. Another two is human resources. So who, um, how many, um, what kind of people do you need to have to make that dream come true? Say, for example, you're into retail or you are in a services business that requires people to deliver the services. If you're going to grow your business, it's either you need more people or you need to use the people you have right now much more efficiently. So it's important to look at your resources and ask yourself, to achieve this goal that I have set for myself, to achieve this objective, what do I need to have? Very, very important. The second part is who do I need to know? Relationships. And like I mentioned in the last episode, relationships are a major leverage that can significantly move you to heights that you least expected. Because there's a reason for it. Rather than do it by yourself, you can lean on relationships that can help you achieve the same thing you're trying to achieve. Take customer acquisition, for example. If you set a target and say, I want to grow my sales by, let's say, 100%. You want to double your sales. Or let's say 50% to be modest. You want to grow your sales, your existing sales, by 50%. What, one of the ways of doing that is you need more customers. Now, you can use the option of going out there to look for more customers, or you can ask yourself, who do I need to know so I can get more customers? So who are my potential customers paying attention to? Where are my potential customers? Who influences them right now? And how can I get to know that person so that I can attract the customers I'm looking for? The same thing too with competitive advantage. Who, can I, who do I need to know? Who do I need to partner with? Who do I need to ally with? What strategic relationships can I form that will increase my competitive edge in the market? So rather than building competitive advantage by yourself, which can be expensive and um, will also cost you time, just one relationship can help you 
essentially achieve the same thing you're trying to do. Which is why many successful people, it's not, it's not uh, because they're very knowledgeable or they're experts. No, they are solid at building relationships. And relationships can help to, you know, more or less change the game. Another area to you need relationships will be in supply chain resilience. How, how, how much deeper can you go in your relationships with your suppliers, you know, to make you much more resilient and able to recover if you're in a manufacturing business or you're some, in some kind of production business, very, very important. Same thing too with your distributors and the people you do business with. Who do you need to know or who do you need to get into a deeper relationship with to um, benefit your business? Another will be legal and regulation. You know, so sometimes the regulator can shut you down, right? So who do you need to know? Of course, I'm not asking you to go bribe anybody or something, but it's important to just have somebody, somebody you can talk to. They can help you with information, um, let, warn you in advance so that you can prepare and counter certain things. Essentially, it's about relationships and knowing the right people in the key places. And sometimes entrepreneurs are so focused on building their business that we don't spend enough time in building relationships. And I'm also very guilty, you know, um, in this area. And I know many people too struggle with it because building a business is hard enough. And then taking out time to network, build relationships and things like that too. It takes a lot of time, but it's important. It's important because the people you know can really give you some major advantages. And then the third thing I talked about is what you need to do. So the first is what do you need to have? That's your resources. Who do you need to know? That's the relationships. The actions is what do I need to do? So in the end, it's action that yields results. It doesn't matter how many resources you have or how many deep relationships you have. If you do not take the right action, then you're not going to get anything. So when you think about actions, um, one common thing to think about too should be priorities. All actions are not the same so that you don't end up being busy, but not achieving anything. There are people who are very busy, but they are not, they're not moving the needle. So we don't want to be busy. We want to get results. So that's one thing you need to ask yourself. This action I'm taking, is it taking me closer to my objective or is it just making me feel busy? You know, so it's not about being busy. It's not about being busy. It's about making the right moves at the right time to get the right results. So you need to prioritize. In fact, if I use the Pareto principle, it's actually 20% of the actions you take that will yield you 80% of your results. So that's why strategy is important. 20% of your actions will yield 80% of your results. So you need to always keep asking yourself, of all these actions, where's the 20% that will yield me the 80%? Very, very important. And your actions too, it helps when it's strategic. So of course, I can't go into that right now, but there are three levels of action. There's strategic action, tactical action, and operational action. The busiest people operate at the operational level. You're just busy running the, the engine. But strategic actions help to expand the business, expand the scope, give you major progress. You know, so that's the difference between being busy and being strategic. If you want to be busy, focus on operations. Just keep running the business the way it is. And the annoying thing is that you can focus on operations and you still have the same small business five years from now. You know, so in the end, when you sit back, you see that you are, you're working so hard, you're putting in so much effort, but the business is still just what it is. And you're very busy, very overwhelmed. It's because you're majoring in minor stuff. 
you're just you're just busy you're just majoring in minor stuff so you need to focus on strategic action those things you can do that can significantly shift the situation very very important so at this point in the in this episode i need to recap in this episode i've talked about objectives what is that thing you see in your head you see in your mind's eye that you want to achieve in the future i talked about resources what do you need to have to achieve the objectives that you want i talked about relationships who do you need to know to achieve the objectives that you want and i also talked about actions what do you need to do to achieve the objectives that you want so um, at this point, there are four things I need you to consider. The first is to join the Insiders program. Um, this um, particular episode is, was actually influenced by a training program, one of our strategic meetings, our mastermind session, most, uh, monthly mastermind session inside of the Insiders program. This is the kind of quality um, situations we look at, the kind of quality information we look at. And the Insiders is a community of entrepreneurs who are building businesses in a wide array of industries and in different countries so the insiders is important because entrepreneurship is a journey there is no one episode there's no one podcast you can listen to there is no one course you can take there is no one certification you can get that guarantees success in business and the reason is entrepreneurship is a journey every stage of the journey comes up with new challenges new troubles new expectations so that's why you need to be on the right team you need to be on a team of people who you can leverage their experiences, you can leverage their contacts, you can leverage their ideas, you can network and importantly build relationships. So if you want to learn more about the Insiders program, you can learn more at smallstarter.com insiders. Again, it's smallstarter.com insiders. The second thing I need you to consider is to tell your friends about this podcast. This is solid rate information and you're getting it for free. So please pass it on, share the love, tell a smart friend you know, a smart entrepreneur you know, let them learn from this stuff and they are going to be grateful for you. They are going to be grateful to you. The third thing I need to consider is to subscribe and leave a five-star review. If you like the quality of the podcast, if you like what you hear, if you've been benefiting from it, this is the way to say thank you. Just leave us a review at smallstarter.com review. Again, it's smallstarter.com review. And then the very fourth thing I need to consider is to leave us a message. If you have a question, you can leave me a voice note at smallstarter.com slash message. So um, I look forward to the very next episode. Right now, we are, uh, we're just a couple of weeks away from the end of the year. And I'm going to be focusing a lot on how to look into the future because that's exactly what we do as entrepreneurs. We create the future. We see something in our head. We see a product in our head. We see a business in our head. We see a transformation in society. We see a value we can provide to the market. We see a gap we can fill. We see a competitive advantage we can have all in our heads, all in our heads before we actually bring it to life. That's exactly what we do. Entrepreneurs create the future. It doesn't matter if you're a lawyer, you're a doctor, engineer, philosopher, whatever you are. Entrepreneurship is not a career. It's a lifestyle. It's a mindset. So it's important that you take this very seriously because the future is created first in, in somebody's mind before it actually happens. So you can't just wander into the future. You have to be ready for it. And that's why these episodes are very important. So I look forward to the very next one. Take care of yourself. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Small Starter Business Podcast. To take our free business courses, 
or join one of our signature programs for special entrepreneurs like you, head over to smallstarter.com to join our private community. See you inside.